Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. They even said, like, you know, it's not going to be the quickest car on the grid. And, Did they? But hopefully we're going to be all Did right they? and we're going to try. Yeah. We weren't even I at reckon. the launch. We didn't even watch didn't even the launch. launch. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Pit Stop Podcast. Why so quiet today? Well, oh, re- yeah, go again and give it a little bit. Come on, give it a little bit. Yeah, but this is for YouTube. Like, I don't. Oh yeah, we're filming today's episode on camera. One. It doesn't really translate as well as the pod, you know. Yeah, but give it a little bit of oomph. Go on. What are you pouring? Pouring yourself there? A nice Red Bull. Yeah. Yes. I, think I might do the same. Go on. Bet you wouldn't. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. We've set the um, lounge up in a bit of a different way today because um, we wanted to film it so we can get more clips out on socials, which is fun. Mate, don't just dumb it down like that. We have gone all out. Yeah, we have. We've Look put a this, light guys. in the background. That's impressive. We've got double sofa set up. We've got drinks, little pit stop glasses. Mate, I don't know how much it. I like this, it. though. Why? There's like a gap now. We used to be, There was moments last season where we hugged. Well, what people don't know is we used to play footsies under the, under the camera, <laughs> but now they're going to see it, so... Today's a special episode because we're introducing something new, which we will get into later on. What's that? You know, the special thing oh, over yeah, there. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, going to be yeah, doing I'm, something for the first time. I got you, I got you. You might be able to hear in my voice, um, I sound a little bit ill. I have been dead for the last four days. I've got this written in capital letters on my phone. Jake has been on death's door for at least <laughs> three days straight. Uh, it wasn't just me. Me and a load of mates also got this virus thing and it completely wiped me out. I don't feel 100% now. To be fair, filming, setting all these lights up and doing the lounges made me feel really dizzy. And I do actually feel pretty sick. It's right nice now. to see you with a bit of colour in your face. I was this guy. This guy <laughs> came into the living room two days ago. He was the same colour as his pillow. In your Rudy, covered in food. Mate, I felt horrendous. If anyone else has got this virus going around at the moment, I had it. It wiped me for four days. And I was gutted because it's race week. But we're finally back. All I could hear with you was just dry, don't, dry heaving. Dry heaving in the bathroom. I knew that as well. That's what I hated. I was just crying, laughing. Uh, when I'm sick, I just, when I was younger, I would cry my eyes out because I was upset. I still now do, I, mate. Just, I just cry and laugh. If, I, if I'm being sick, I'll, I'll cry. I was just laughing the whole time. I just find it hilarious. There's nothing you could do, is there? Not really. You've got to no. go with it. But yeah, the Pit Stop podcast is back. How is it, it, how is, is it um, we've just started and I'm sweating already? 
Well, I don't know. It's, it is really hot in here. It's the lights. It's because you've got that light on, that light on, that light. There's four lights on. The viewers at home don't know what we go through to make this happen. We were saying that we hope the people who... We never shut our curtains. And we were saying that the people on our balcony, we hope they actually could see us do this. Well, we've spoke about them before. Anyone who listens to our pod on the regs knows that we have like a couple of neighbours in the flats across the street from us. Mm. And they're always staring into our living room. Anytime we look out the window, they're staring in. But All we're always time. just sat there doing nothing. So at least if they look through now, well, the curtains are fucking shut, so they're not going to see any, are they? It's either the police or it's Netflix. No, it's Netflix. They're filming behind <laughs> the scenes. I'm telling you now, mate. They're on the balcony every time we're out there. I know. I know. It's so weird. But talking about Netflix, we weren't in Drive to Survive, okay? Now, that is a yeah, what sad... What the fuck is that about, that by the way? Is, Drive to Survive, come on. That is a sad day for us and a sad day for Drive to Survive. We should have been in it. Um, we were well, checking the reflection. We were we checking the reflection of like the glass and that. <laughs> Every single shot there was at a race that we were at. We were trying to figure out if we were there. But I do feel like we've got a lot of Drive Survive fans on our pod, so we should give our roundup. We binged it day one, mate. Drive Survive is the reason we got into doing this in the first place. Mm-hmm. So we kind of owe it to DTS. They owe it to us to put us in, but we kind of should talk about it. And I mean, I thought this season was good. I don't know about you, compared to the last ones. I know there's been a bit of controversy about it. Matt Gallagher spoke a little bit about it, but I thought on the whole, it was pretty good. Yeah, take, taking it back to the beginning, 8am it come out in UK. Yeah. We started watching it at 9am and we didn't stop all day. It was one after the other. Binged the whole thing and straight after that is when I became ill. And I did make some notes, but the first thing I'll say from the whole thing that I just was, wasn't quite able to grasp was the fact that it went from races like to another race suddenly and then was going back like I couldn't follow the story because I started making notes from episode one because I really wanted to talk about certain things and when it came to episode two I wrote Bahrain testing again weird it went back and I couldn't write notes anymore because you can't write notes in order of like a series that isn't in order I guess they can't do that can they well they have before if they have they it's not I swear it's normally always in order it goes through like Barcelona and then it's all Barcelona stuff I don't know mate because there's 20 races like 10 episodes if we're getting that wrong and we've, we've meant to have watched Drive Survive. I don't remember anything. I don't remember it don't being remember like anything before. from Drive Survive, mate, at all. What, that we just watched? Not really. But I, a little bit. But I don't remember anything from the last four seasons, really. It was a... Well, yeah, it was a long time ago. To be fair to us, yeah, it's been a lot of information crammed oh, yeah. into 12 months. For sure. Well, we've seen that in the video we just uploaded today. I mean, we've uploaded a video to Instagram, TikTok, of me saying, we're amazed that it bleeps in your ear when there's a gear change. Oh, yeah. Felipe Dragovich yeah, yeah, tells yeah. us, right? And you know the truth. You sent me that last night and you said upload it. And I was going to upload it last night. And I sat there on the sofa and I went to draft it and I knew. I, I, in my head, I was like... Oh, we're going to get ridiculed. Yeah, because I thought... <laughs> I was genuinely ma- amazed. Like, at that point, I had no idea. Mm. And I think that's quite sad because I sat there on the sofa and I thought, this is going to go up and it's going to get a shit ton of hate because people are going to be, these guys are dumb. It's now gone up. Do you and think we have got a shit ton of hate? Do you think people just hate on us for the? Uh, if I was, if I was one of these people, and I was like a little troll on TikTok, mm. even if I didn't know the answer, I'd take the piss out of us. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe that that many people knew about the beep because they'd never spoke about it on TV ever. A lot of people didn't know about the beep, and people were saying like they did speak about it on TV or whatever. But I will stand by it. I didn't know Bollocks. it. I'm happy to upload that. I was happy to upload that clip. And it's just funny that I like knew we were gonna get hate for it and now I'm just reading all the hate. It's funny for the listeners to know the situation of me uploading that clip. Imagine we clipped half the shit we talk about. Because we only ever clip the good bits. Genuinely, whenever we clip 
to be fair, they go more viral if we clip the bad bits. Mate, it would go more viral if we just had a camera recording 24-7. Because our best conversations are when the camera's off. That's true. Even now, like even this first, what, five... We're te- meant to be speaking about seven, drugs of ours. Seven minutes. <laughs> I've actually felt a bit nervous doing this. I've felt a bit nervous doing this because I don't feel well. It takes a minute. I ain't got an excuse. No. I'm just jacked off Red Bull. I've had like four Red oh, Bulls yeah, today. Oh yeah, this we, isn't piss in a glass. It's Red Bull. We got a delivery, guys. We had um, we had a knock at the door this morning, quite early, and it was a fucking cr- massive crate of Red Bulls. Mm. So our fridge is stocked. Also, Red Bull. Sorry, um, I think you've been trying to get it delivered for the last three days because the buzz has been going at eight a.m. But. <laughs> No one's awake at 8 a.m. I've missed it every day. I wake up, it says missed call. From Is this the- embarrassing? I feel like we're drinking it like a pint. No, no, we're showing off our pit stop glasses. I'm wearing my pit stop hoodie yeah. as well. Yeah, nice. Take it back to Drive Survive. I'm wearing my Lou Ham t-shirt. Actually, I'll take it back to Drive Survive. Because I, my first note was episode one. We're not going to go for episode for episode. But it was amazing seeing K-Mag back in the car. I did love the, the whole K-Mag thing because he had the hydraulic leak, which was really interesting. We didn't really know about that at the time. When he was in qualifying and he had time to get one lap out in qualifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he that ended up mad. finishing the race in seven. And they didn't really talk about that on the... Do you reckon they dramatised it for Netflix or...? No, I just don't think we knew. I mean, no one... I don't think we knew there was a hydraulic leak in... Did they, did they know? Did the Sky reporters... I don't remember. Oh, maybe they kept it hush-hush. It's, really it's, sure. a weird, it's weird watching Drive Survive this year because for the first time we actually knew what had happened. We'd never watched... That's that's true, and that's good as well because I know that they've dramatized a load of shit in the past. Yeah. So, but I feel like this one was more real. Mm. For some reason, I don't feel like there was those like made up storylines in it as much. But maybe just because we knew what was going on. Yeah, there's also probably things that we've watched in that, assuming <laughs> that it is real, and it might not be. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, we, we haven't yeah, taken a yeah. hundred, so it's hard to take spot on notes from it. The big thing about Drive to Survive was the fact that Oscar Piastri is. All over it. Now, Oscar, you came and sat on this sofa in our living room there mm. a few months back last year. And you we mentioned Drive to Survive. And he was like, oh, I don't fucking know anything. <laughs> like, Bro, you were lying to us. You were filming for fucking Drive yeah. to Survive. And he knew the whole time and we didn't. Yeah. Oscar Piastri lied to us. That's what you've learned on the Pit Stop podcast. Yeah, he's a bloody good liar as well. But it is great to see Oscar Piastri in Drive to Survive. Mate, do you know what? It's, un- it's unreal. He has a bit it's of unreal. like a star piece, doesn't he? Like, properly, in the middle. properly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love it. We will get into testing and talk all about that because I, I desperately want to yeah, talk about nearly, drug I nearly well. cross paths. Yeah, yeah I, I want know. to get straight into that. It's a tough one. My, my first thing I will say with Drive Survive, and I do agree with Matt Gallagher on it, and I, I've seen a lot of people say about the same thing. Did we need to show Joe's crash this many times? Like four million times. Like, I get that we had to keep going back to Silverstone, but that storyline wasn't every time about the beginning of the race. Did you need to show the beginning of the race and this crash over and over again? I think it was because, I mean, what they were doing, they were following certain drivers, right? Yeah. So Yuki got a little bit of time, but there were certain drivers who, there was more that happened to them over the season. So I I guess that start in Silverstone was so chaotic and so many drivers were affected that they had to cover it quite a few times. It's a shame, though. It feels like this year they almost lost time with the drivers for the driver shots. Like, they had a load of, you know, you got Christian at home and doing shit at home. Mm. You got... um, the team bosses out house, having wine. Yeah. They're always playing with fucking Christian's ponies. But why aren't they with the drivers? Yeah. Like, I remember, obviously, Ricardo's when Ricardo was doing it loads, they mm. would go with him and do stuff they used to. Have they, like, lost a load of driver time? Because realistically, that was one of my favourite bits. Do you think they'll cover Ricardo more now? No, he's not in F1 anymore. 
at Red Bull, though. Oh, no, I don't think he'll get barely any. Do you not think? Well, I, I don't know. It's tough. Do you reckon he'd want to be in it? I think, yeah. I think he's a, he's a star of DTS. He kind of says bye, though, He's a star he? of F1. Yeah, he does. But, like, I think they, they will show something. Him on his ranch or, or doing something, sad, riding though. a pony. I or... find it sad the thought of like him being in it, but not. Be... I'm I'm sad he's not on the grid. Really, he's definitely better than half the drivers on the bloody grid. He is Ricardo. Yeah, he is. I. It's easy to take things for granted because I really don't know what I'm talking about more than a year ago. No. So I've never seen Ricardo do anything no. good. And <laughs> yeah, I, no. To be completely and honest, the thing is, you're talking to me, and I don't know what we're talking about either. But then so. you watch things like Drive Survive, and and that you see like how he, he maybe shouldn't have left Red Bull, and yeah. he was really good back in the day. And they <laughs> I, one thing I do like about it is they threw back quite a lot. They showed clips from old things like old series and old races because I wouldn't have had any idea. Uh huh. Um, I um, I agree with everything that you said. So they need to do more with the drivers behind the scenes. Otherwise, I, th- I feel like it could get a bit boring. The only way they could make it better is to is to show more of the behind the scenes of the drivers, or they need to follow like two lads who are maybe fresh into the sport who like have brought a new breath of fresh air to the sport yeah. from a different angle. That, that's do you know what interesting. I mean? That's what I think Netflix need to do. It's crazy you say that because that's kind of exactly what I was thinking it needs as well. well <laughs> what are we going to do? I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I'll be honest. I'll be honest and I'm happy to say it because we weren't in it. I genuinely think next season can't be like that. No, it can't. It can't like, because it, it will... Don't get me wrong, Drive Survive was a phenomenon. Is that how you pronounce the word? Phenomenon. That was yeah. really good. That was really good. For a couple of reasons. It came out in COVID. Bam! Number one. There's number one. Well, it blew up during COVID. Yep. Which gave everyone so much time to watch it and everything. And yeah, people will still watch it now. Mm. But I don't feel like that season has enough moments in it that is going to be spoken about. Like you said, it was the timing. It was, it was fucking, it was lockdown. It was the fact that the sport just blew up in general. Yeah. Like, I feel like the, the DTS obviously helped F1 blow up, but I felt like it was kind of as well, and DTS helped it, and F1 kind of also helped DTS. Like, mm-hmm. it was just really good timing. Where there's also a weird divide, and I'm talking about this not, like, defending either market, because I get why, like, F1 fans would say that they don't like Drive to Survive editing things differently, and I get why some people would say they love Drive to Survive editing it differently. Yeah. I worry that if Drive Survive goes too far away from, like, not making up storylines, but editing them, then it basically is just watching the race highlights. Like, they do it amazing with all the music and that. Well, mate, you said something very, very um, poignant. Is that the right oh, word? We are throwing yeah, really, really words out, out the today. words today. I don't even know what poignant means. Neither do I, really. Um, but you said... Tell me what it means hypothetically. Poignant. Like, like it stuck <laughs> out. Like it, yeah. it, it rung bells in my what ear, and I was like, "I'm going to remember that." You said, um, "Why can't every race weekend be like DTS?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that would be that would actually be like not obviously like a, a direct copy, yeah, but like if they could follow the drivers a bit more up to lead up to the race." Like we said yeah. this time and time again, they play that same Lewis Hamilton, Martin Brundle interview. Oh I yeah, you're going to see the Lewis same Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton, but they play video. the same shit over and over again. Yeah, like they should they should make the build up. Rather than rehashing and playing old content over and over again, 
Yeah, why can't they whack a GoPro in the cars driving to the drivers coming to the race? You yeah. Know? I, but then do the drivers need more media? Like that, that for instance, that um, Sky vid with like Philly and Naomi and they're racing around the track and that, that was great. I'd yeah. love to see that on TV before the race. Instead. Mate, I, Maybe they will, I don't know. My opinion on the whole thing, this is like a five-year plan of how I see F1 media changing. Yeah. And you can quote me on this. It won't be anything like it is now in five years. The drivers will not have that much media. They won't have any of them slots because what F1 is now is football. 10, 15 years ago, players would walk out and there'd be reporters everywhere standing them. They have to talk to all these reporters one after the other. People were writing about it. Oh, so you mean like the media pen and stuff like that? Oh yeah, media pen will stay. Like you have the basics, but like they do so much media, like different interviews, different things. They'll have like one thing. They'll end up doing like F1, which we broadcasted across Sky and F1. And then pit stop. And pit stop. But just the way it will change is they need to build it out because the drivers don't necessarily want to do media because it's shit. But if you let the drivers have a bit more creative control with it and fun with it and and you said to them, like, we need an hour of content of you today at the race, what do you want to do? One, mm. of them might, one of them might prefer to go, all right, well, let me whack a GoPro in my car yeah. and you can film me on the way to the race. And I don't know, maybe Ted could be in the car. Agreed, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just trying to be a bit more creative with it yeah. to try and mix it up. But yeah, going back to Drive Survive, I don't wouldn't want every race weekend to be like Drive Survive in the aspect of everything dramatised and have music and that. But you just see a lot more. Do you know what gives me faith, man? Is the fact that, I mean, if we're talking about this, we're not the only people that feel that way. Mm. And I feel like because we've been blessed and we're lucky enough to have this platform that we do now, with the, with the crazy ideas that we have, like, you know, if F1 aren't going to do it, then we are. Yeah. If, if I don't mean it in, an, in like an attacking way, but like we just, we know what we want and we know that we're not the only people who want to see more of this stuff. So if we can shine a light on that a bit more, it's happy days. Yeah, well, we know what we're trying to build and we're sticking on our path. Like exactly. the race season's here. We got, we got our plans for the year. Um, Testing. Well, before that, I think it would be good to say we're going to have to do another pod on Sunday because that's when we next upload. Please do send in questions on Pit Stop at Instagram about Drive Survive. A box will go up after this. Ask us anything you want to know about it. And then in Sunday's episode after our race roundup, we can talk about anything you want to know about Drive Survive. If you want our opinions on stuff, Let's, do you want to just give it a rating out of 10? It definitely wasn't as good as other seasons for me. I mean, nothing beats the season for me where Haas put two tyres on wrong. Like, Judging it off the previous ones. <laughs> Well, just out. Of, yeah, I guess. Well, what else are you going to judge it off? Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe like a seven and a half, maybe an eight yeah. per 7.85. 7. Yeah, give it a seven as well. Really. Three, three recurring. Well, don't get me wrong. It would have been straight 10 if we were in it, even for like oh, 0.1 seconds. It would have been glorious. It was great. Um, but yeah, like I said, I just feel like it is going to need a big change. It'd be really interesting to hear what everyone else thinks. Before we get into testing, mate, there's one thing that I had written down a couple of days ago mm. that I wanted to talk about. Um, it's about the Barcelona circuit. I don't know if you've heard or seen anything about it. I saw a tweet, something about a chicane being removed, but yeah. I, have, I don't know. Well, it popped into my head because I was playing it on the sim the other, earlier, last night, whenever that was. And yeah, there's a horrible chicane right at the end of Barcelona, super slow. They're actually removing it. Why? For this year. Don't know. Just like, why have it there anyway? I think it would be more interesting without because they have more speed. Well, I've seen... I'm pretty sure I saw Matt Gallagher post something and it was like saying how much like quicker it's going to be and everyone's excited about it. Like I think yeah. it's a big thing like that they've done this. I saw, Did it not um, used to be there or something? It, what have I got written here? Uh, it, it was introduced in 2007, this chicane. 
Don't ask me when Barcelona was built. Well, it's been know. there ever since, and now they've took it out. Ever since 2007. But I saw an amazing clip of Alonso. It was an onboard camera of Alonso. Mm. Just flying. Really? Flying without the chicane. So it should Ch- open it, up it away. A yeah, mate. Maybe we see Alonso win, win win Barcelona this year. Who knows? Mate, well, we're, when we get into talking about that Aston Martin, it looks exciting. Few, oh, f- Australia as well. Yeah, yeah. Four more DRS zones. What? In... Is there? I'm pretty sure. Wait, four? Yeah, yeah. Don't quote me on that. All right. Four the RSOs. We could be going viral on TikTok. And a, and a loop-de-loop. No, because I swear it was free, and now <laughs> <laughs> it had a bridge with a fisherman under it. Barcelona, like, they're, they're also they're also widening the runoff area into turn, no. into turn one. Now they're just showing off. Which features 70, 70 more meters of gravel with a five percent slope radius. Um, and some extra barriers along the way. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, just that's to make good. it, just to make it safer for the drivers. Yeah, which well, just for letting everyone know that. No worries. That's your Barcelona facts out the way. Out the way. Susie Wolf has been appointed. Wow, you are on the it managing today. director of F1 Academy. That is really, really good. Susie, congratulations. Because honestly, being dead honest, don't really know much about Susie Wolf. I well, don't. She was uh, doing uh, esports. No, sorry, fucking hell, I'm useless. She was doing. Um, Formula E. Thank you. Yeah, she was like the head of Formula E, wasn't she? No, she Mercedes. was team principal of Mercedes, Mercedes in Mercedes. Formula E. Yeah, so she's Last got year. she's got the experience anyway. Yeah, she's fucking married to like the the biggest boss man in the mm-hmm. paddock. Yeah, he knows so what he's doing. That would have rubbed off a little bit. Yeah, do you know what I mean. Um, and F1 Academy, if it's going to be as as good as they're hoping it's going to be, then she is clearly the the queen yeah. to to rule it all. She's going to get great advice on and off the track. That's for sure. So is it starting this year? Is it? Do you know much about it? Uh, no. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, we will cover that in an episode soon once we actually figure we, it we out. We really should. I, actually, so talk I don't think they've actually said much about it anyway. No, I, yep. I see the post on Instagram and I'm, I, that's how I'm learning. But genuinely, they haven't said anything about it on TV. So I don't know yet. No. But when we, when we do figure out. But I will miss W Series. So it'd be nice to have something. something yeah, like W Series was fun at Silverstone seeing everyone. And we met some of the drivers. That was great. Mm. Yeah, well, let's see. But testing, yeah. Dragovic. Felipe... Dragovic wore me green trousers today, mate. Fli- yeah, for Dragovic, oh, yeah, I yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. How weird is it? Because it was only a couple of months ago he sat on our sofa and yeah. we spoke about the thought of him being an F1 driver. Weird, isn't it? And here we are. We're you know like four days out of the first race of the season, and it looks it looks quite likely that Dragovic is going to be racing for Aston Martin. I'm not a doctor. No, I'm not a nurse. I am not, I've you never be nice been nurse, to though. medical school. If I cut myself, I'll cry. Anything like that, I just, I'm not good with it. A bit squeamish, to be honest with you. Mm. But I am not entirely sure. I don't know how bad the crash from Lance was, but if his bike crash was bad and he has broken both wrists, he's out. He's out for, he's got to be eight yeah, weeks. I know. <laughs> it has I to know. be two months. Mate, I, you can't drive a racing car <laughs> I know. with like semi-broken wrists. So... This motherfucker, <laughs> who's behind my head on the board, 
I reckon he's going to do at least two or three races with Aston Martin, which is unbelievable. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the rumours are that he has broken both his wrists. And yeah, if he has broken both his wrists, you're never coming back from that. Obviously, no matter what, wish Lance a speedy recovery. But I am going to be completely biased here and say I'd love to see Dragovic in the car because this guy is our friend and he comes to the flat in his class. And he might he might have when he was sat here and we were talking to him about f1 in his head he might have thought to himself you know what there's still a chance i could never even get to drive that car so the fact that two months later he's in it Mm. just testing was enough for me but not only that the aston martin is actually really quick yeah (laughs) it actually is is. that's so exciting i just as you were talking it just hit me there i feel like i'm on jimmy fallon we, it does feel we, we are like, like a chat show. Jonathan Watts, hello. It was quite fun. Now with that, um, no, yeah, the, the Aston Martin's looking unbelievably quick, which is great. I mean, for me, it's great for Felipe. It's great for Alonso. I want to see him. I want to see him up there racing. I can't wait to give my predictions for the first race of the season at the end, mate. The race predictions are back. They're not going to be any better. Just to let you know, guys. Pissed up podcast is alive today. I'm going to have a little sip of my Red Bull. Oh, mate. It must be the Red Bull. Let's have a cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Season two, race one. Cheers. Wow. What a time to be alive. What a year for Pit Stop. Thank you so much to everyone who's been Ooh. listening for a long time. Quite hoppy. If you are new here, this is our second year into F1. Um, if you've never listened to a pod before, please rate it five stars, hit the follow button. Helps us out. Got a fruity aftertaste Ooh. with a um, nice kick at the end. I'll tell you what we do. Every episode we sit like this for race, we'll have a different flavour of Red Bull. So today we just got the normal one. Someone we should said have we had should some displayed, t- mate. No, we've given Red Bull enough brandy. Guys, Red Bull, if you're listening, <laughs> right, send us a mini fridge, please. Because there's a big gap. There's a big gap in Albuo. That sounded really shitty. Do you know what we haven't done? I need to just clear that up. That's it made me sound like a spoiled brat. What? Red Bull, send us a mini fridge. No, I, that was a joke because I said to someone the other Look, day You can't Bull, send us love like 50 cans of Red Bull and not send us a fridge to put <laughs> yeah, them in. How are we going to have space for food? No, we have to order takeout food every day. Fridge is 100% full of cans, other than one drawer full of like a mouldy cabbage and some butter. Oi, oi, I've been eating the cabbage and the parsley and all that. One thing we didn't do today, uh, the, the bottom of the shelves are a little bit more exposed, as you can see, but we haven't really filled them out properly with any proper. Oh, proper I didn't items. think that. Do you reckon you could see them? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, you got my little boots over there. Look, the background will get better every week. You got a, some. You got some passes here. Yeah, but mate, well, this is a podcast. People can't hear it. People can't see. Back to testing. Back to testing. R- right. I've got it here. I've actually got the fastest laps at preseason testing by team. So who come out quicker? Well, the biggest takeaways were Red Bull were very, very quick. And McLaren were very, very slow. Okay. And now we're going to start to cross into the ground that I am absolutely hating about the podcast. And it's the fact that we're going to have to talk about people we know. And uh, genuinely, that's a weird thing because I never thought this would happen. I that's never, right. but I never thought we'd actually know these drivers. That's all right. This is work, isn't it? This is business. Don't I know, mix, don't I mix know. play and business, or whatever they I say. I know, and it's sick. But like, but who are you talking about? Who do we know? Oscar, right? The Alpine looks very quick, and the McLaren looks very slow. So what Jake's basically trying to say here is, Oscar, you f- you fucked up. <laughs> Oscar, no, you no. went to the wrong team. <laughs> no, no, okay, no. all this hype on DTS ain't nothing. You should have just gone without Pete. <laughs> Look, it's tough. Okay, they could be sandbagging. They McLaren could be sandbagging hard, but the worry is. Okay, Please explain that to me again. I'm gonna. This is how I'm gonna explain it to you. Alpine te- 
come out of testing with on the fastest laps leaderboard, like out of all teams, they got the slowest one. They're last out of who got the actual fastest lap. Does that make sense? That's the fastest lap. So like, for example, Williams got a faster lap than Alpine. Overall, but that's mm. overall. It's, everyone's running different strategies. What can you really take from testing? But the reason I'm using Alpine as an example is because I don't know if you remember from the launch, but I also saw it on TV. Their, no, their number one mechanic, <laughs> I was slashed, but their number one mechanic mentioned they've managed to get their car underweight. Now, Alpine car is very underweight, which are not a lot of not of the other the other cars aren't. And because of that, Alpine explained at the launch, don't know if we should actually say this shit. Like, I don't know. It was of, on TV. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. That they've been moving the weight around the car. And I feel like a, car, a team that has the ability to move weight around a car because they can is going to add fucking a bit more and sandbag and make people believe that they're not as quick as they are. And also, they looked really quick. They may look last here, but they were quick. The Alpine is good. Well, there's a lot of paint on them, which says something. Is there? I don't know what it says, but a lot of paint means something. Did, did we talk about the fact in the last pod that it's 6kg? Did, did we do that? <laughs> we did in the last one, and I've completely no, forgot. No, we didn't. We didn't talk well, about we it. We figured it out. About that. If you remember then we weighed Fab's head, and it was 33. We were both 32kg. <laughs> Yeah. And then we spoke about yeah, it a couple of yeah. pods after that. The weight of the, no, that's great. <laughs> the weight of the paint on the car, like yeah, the difference yeah, yeah, of yeah. why they do it. Yeah. It's six kg the amount. What is six kg? Like six kg is probably like the weight of a kettle. No. No. Your head weighs thirty-two kg. Yeah. So like six kg is. How much do you reckon this can of Red Bull full weighs? I'd say that's probably like six kg, mate. No way. That that probably weighs more than your head. He's holding up a fan attack, Will. Not at all. Not at all. I'd say a three the quarters way, right, of that. The, so the way, I, the way I picture it is a 10 kg weight in the gym is, yeah. is heavier than that. Yeah. Well, it's it basically, it, it's actually a lot heavier than I thought. For some reason, I didn't really imagine paint actually having weight. 6 kg. Is that, Will, actually 6 kg? Nope, that's a lie. But I reckon it is. I never roughly. imagined the paint actually having weight. Yeah, really? it, yeah, well, yeah, it does. It does. F1, everything's so, um, everything's, you've got to be so precise. But what I don't get, though, is that, like, they always talk about weight, 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 weight. But, like, if everyone, like, has to be 80 kg driver seat and car, sorry, that's driver and seat, isn't it? It has to be 80 kg. If the, yeah, facts. <laughs> well, I don't know. Facts. Like, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, driver and seat must weigh 80 kg. Okay. So that's when they start putting the weighting down. But, like, if they all have to be the same anyway... Yes. What's the fucking issue? If you all have to be 80 or below or whatever it is, how many teams are so far below 80? Is that making any sense? No, they all have to be it. If you're underweight, you have to add ballast. You can't be underweight. Yeah, but they can't be. Can they be over it? If they can't be over it. No. So everyone has to be so, f- the so weight far you go, on the dot. Well, you think about it like this. The weight you go into the race with, you're never going to get heavier because the driver loses weight. So as long as they are, I would have... Sh- we, if we're sh- wrong here, we look really stupid. No, that makes sense. Because I'd swear assume they go into the race else. on weight. Yeah. And then after the race, they sweat it out. Well, they have to weigh themselves after the race as well, don't they? Or do you reckon they risk it? Don't weigh it before it. And then after the race, they just hope the driver's lost a load of weight. I don't really know. It's one of those situations where we don't really know the answer and we're trying to figure it out. Mm. And there's probably like people at home screaming at us with the answer. <laughs> yeah. I'd really love to go get stuck into this simulator. Oh, no, we've got a few things to do first. That like, is exciting. Well, I haven't even gone through these yet. What? I need to, I need to, well, talk about weight. Alfa Romeo 
will be slowed down by Valerie Bottas's um, mullet. Valerie Bottas has got lovely helmet, lovely helmet hair, but they did come third. Alfa Romeo did clock the third fastest time in testing. Really? Well, the leader and and Valtteri Bottas had a hand in designing the car. In the car? Yeah, yeah. I knew he designed his helmet with his girlfriend. The car. He said he he, Valtteri Bottas had a certain hand in creating this car. Left or right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) What did he do? The third arm. Oh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he said so. If the car's fast, it's because of me. If it's slow, I fucked up. Basically, that's what he said. So that's quite cool to know. Mm. Fernando Alonso has also been going running with Felipe Dragovic. Now that they have been, that they really have been. Is really cool. It's really cool. Let me. Uh, sorry. Can yeah. I go through it? that top ten. Read out. These are the fastest times in testing by each team. So Alfa Romeo are quicker than Ferrari. This is testing times. It's nothing to go by, and this is posted by F1, so no one can come go. Yeah. Across. So it's probably a load of baloney. <laughs> It's incorrect. Um, <laughs> it's definitely all, correct. All Haas, Haas have got a, a little update to their graphic. They've got the little no, money. No one listening can see what you're looking at. You have to read out. What I'm you're reading it out. At. Haas have had an update to their graphic. Yeah, no one can see it. You no, you're sitting here quiet, going, "Oh, Haas have had it up." No one can see it. Well, I'm just about to explain it, but you're, you stole the phone. Right. They have the MoneyGram yes, sign on their page. They're called MoneyGram Hearts now. But no other team has done that. I love the way. What about Alfa Romeo Steak? Where's Steak on their logo? They're all having to change their Instagram usernames as well. They're actually changing the proper username. Do you reckon they? Do you reckon they hold on to the old ones in case know. they have to switch? Should back? we claim them? Shall I claim half of them? Like if we claim the team's name, if we like, claim like Hass F1, you can have it back. If we can have an hour with Gunther, that would be. Oh, we should do it. Blackmail him. Blackmail we actually him. should. All right, we're gonna come after. Go on, top tens. Yeah, no, this is very, very, very weird. You got Red Bull fastest, Mercedes second, and there's only three tenths of a second between them. Alfa Romeo in third, Ferrari fourth, Alfa Tari in fifth. Yeah, what's that all about? I just feel like there's there is. There's some sus stuff going on here, mate. I don't trust this nah, lineup at all. For me, for me, genuinely, it's Alpha Tauri are bottom with William. I, no, I, I gen- genuinely looking at that. To be honest, <laughs> no, no, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> right, I think of this list that Alpha Tauri didn't sandbag at all. They completely went for it with the car they've got, and so did Williams. And I think them two are reasonably at the bottom. I think the rest of the teams here will be above them and they sandbagged. So I'm basically saying I think Haas, Aston Martin, McLaren and Alpine were all sandbagging. I think it's going to be fairly the same as last year. I think Mercedes marginally quicker than last year. I still think the fight is between Red Bull and Ferrari mm. with Mercedes getting in that mix. Mm. So I think the top three, you know, I don't know what the fuck Alfa Romeo is doing up there. That's not going to stay. Well, that's what we can do then. I can see Alfa Romeo being a, being a surprise and being a strong midfield team. Who gets more points out of that team, Bottas or Joe? Valtteri, 100%. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure, probably. But Joe is a good driver. So who's quicker, Alfa Romeo or McLaren? <sighs> McLaren. I, I do think McLaren will pick it out of the bag. It was interesting what they were saying. I watched uh, an interview on Sky or on somewhere. They were saying that they were developing parts from last year that just got really delayed. And I feel like they're still trying to catch up a little bit. Don't get me wrong, though. I think we're going to just have to keep talking about it because you can't avoid the inevitable. If that McLaren comes out and is that slow, obviously Lando's going to be pissed. I mean, I'd be pissed as well. They downplayed it at the launch and everything. They even said, like, you know, it's not going to be the quickest car on the grid. And Did they? But hopefully we're going to be all Did right they? and we're going to try. Yeah. We weren't even I at reckon. the launch. We didn't even watch the launch. 
I saw a tweet about it. I don't even use Twitter. That's hilarious. Oh my no, they God. did. They did say something about it. They did. They did. Yeah. Well, cool. we're going Bloody into Bahrain hell, this year. We just looked at, at testing. Let's give. Let's finally do our first predictions of the season, and let's see who is more accurate. They don't. Don't take the piss because you've said Oscar Piastri is going to win the World Drivers' Championship. What do you mean take the piss? It's been deadly serious. When, you, when we said it, I was hoping the same thing as well. And if they were sandbagging hard, then Oscar were right behind you. No, I, I will be. They need to put a bit of nitrous in your car, mate, I think. I will be deadly serious about this one. All right, give me your, give me your third place for Bahrain this weekend. Third, who's who's going to get on that podium? Third place for Bahrain this weekend. Making the podium, I have... Sir Lewis Hamilton. Sir Lewis Hamilton, third. Yep. Fair. What about you? Third place, Carlos Sainz. Hmm. I th- any, any weight behind that? Any, yeah. What's the, what's the reasoning? There is weight behind it. Like... 80 kg to be precise. <laughs> no, it's... it's oh, actually, I love it, a good F1 I joke. won't bore people, but it actually goes back to Drive Survive a little bit. I When I watched it, I really realised that, like, wow, a lot of these people... To us, we look at it and it's like the Ferrari drivers, the team painting it all happy. You know, they do everything together. We're the two drivers. And it is like that with every team. But realistically, they both want to win. And there's no way at the beginning of the season that Carlos is going to want to be the number two driver. And it's the same with Checo. You have to go out in the first race and put in your max. And I just feel like after Leclerc's year last year of shit going wrong, I think Sainz is going to have the most. To He had so many DNFs last year, Sainz. Six. So I feel like he's just going to come out the blocks. And I do think, yeah, third. Second? Third third for signs. That's pretty good. I think they're going to be quick this year. You'd hope so, mate. You, I mean, ultimately, you want to see McLaren, Ferrari, Mercedes, maybe even an, an Alpine. Ferrari, Ferrari do have a little bit of an ointment, a fly on the ointment, because of um, Fred Basseur mm-hmm. changing, changing team principles. So who knows how that could go. But I do, I do think quick. It, it's, it's another weird one where you, when you're new to the sport, though, you look at that and you think... Why has someone from a team that haven't got that many points yeah. gone and signed as the principal of a team that because I think, should be winning? I think Fred's been quite successful well, in the past. that's what I mean. You're, you're not buying it, you're the experience. It's the person, isn't it? Like, yeah. And yeah. I, I get it. And I, that's what I've had to learn as like a new viewer. But that's been a weird adjustment. That is a whole other story too. Because Bonotto was actually fucking amazing. Really, Worked to, his to, way right through, to bring he? To bring Ferrari out of the dirt. But that's another story. Yeah. But, um, second place. <sighs> At Bahrain, Lewis Hamilton in third. In second place, I would go for Charles Leclerc. Okay, nice. Well, last year it was a double Ferrari 1-2, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, and both Red Bulls DNF'd. Of course it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I think is actually really crazy that they DNF'd in the first race and then they won constructors and drivers. That's just so sick. Like, our first race are right off by the end of the year. They've broken records for winning Mm. the most amount of races. Okay, so you're going with Sergio Perez. Who did you just no, say? Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. All right, you've got Lewis Hamilton and then Charles Leclerc. Yeah. I'm going to go for Sergio, Carlos Sainz, and then... Oh, man. Oh, God. No stupid ones. Russell. Who's... Oh, okay. Russell second. Yeah, and then he said, who's Russell? Fuck it. And in first place, it's Max Verstappen. It's Max Verstappen. I would love to put Hamilton on the podium and Leclerc, but... I think it's coming, but that's just my prediction. Who, who's winning view this weekend? So you've got, so you got Sainz, Russell, and Verstappen. Yes. And, okay. I think all three teams so will Sainz be there. Sainz over Leclerc. 
I think we have right. to factor in. So yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but we have to factor in things are going to go wrong. Yeah. In the first few races, things are going to go wrong. Definitely, and you have to you have to add all of that into into. That's it. When I was yeah. awakening the brain, mate, into the decision, you have to factor all these things. Oh, in. I was factoring it. Which is why I'm going for Alonso first. Alon yeah, Alonso first. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. There's our Bahrain race predictions. There you and have it. That means we can get started with the good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever episode That's of the Pit Stop Fastest Lap. Now, the way this is going to work is we have a simulator in our lounge. Thank you very much to Track Racer and Fanatec for setting us up because we don't know anything about any of this. Um, it's, it's, be it's beautiful. Guys. It's, it's so beautiful. sick. We're going to, and obviously we've only got last year's F1 game, but they've added an F1 23 car to it is that yep, correct the Alfa Romeo. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do so we're going to be playing on the f1 game and obviously we're aware this is a podcast so we want you guys to have an audio experience so the way this is going to work is every race weekend me and fab are going to set one lap it's going to be like a time trial whilst the other one one, one lap yeah you get no, one lap. no practice runs no one practice lap. lap you just press start lap uh, no we're doing the out lap aren't we because you want to come we'll around do, the corner we'll do an out lap we'll do yeah? an out lap yeah and basically if you invalidate it's a second added on no matter what but if it's a clear cheat or a corner cut obviously it'll just be disqualified well we have to decide we we have to now this is going to be the tricky part guys because we can never agree on anything when it comes to racing we have to decide whether we've gained time or lost time when you get the the penalty well, no, just a second for any invalidator, because otherwise me and you are going to be sat there like Christian Horner and Tara Wolf and arguing each other the whole time. Yeah, any but, invalidation is a second. Yeah, but, but I know piss, for a fact that I'll be trying to add a second on and you're going to be like, no, I clearly didn't make a second up by cutting up corner. And I'm going to be like, oh my God, then you're going to win. No, we have to agree. Any invalidated lap, because it's a time, it's a qualifying lap, like realistically qualifying. That would yeah, be but then for instance, if like one of us spun and we lost time, what, you wouldn't add a second on for that. Uh, Do you know no. what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. If I mean? you lost time, you wouldn't add it on. I mean, there'll be a, there'll be a, there'll be a big difference, but then there's going to be a grey area in the middle <laughs> where one of us can't decide if we've this, gained time or this fucking made time. This may cause arguments yeah. at some point throughout this series. Oh, it absolutely will. But yeah, basically, if you invalidate, if you DNF, like completely just DNF, you get one shot at this, and it's for one point every race weekend. Yep. Um, the other person will commentate whilst the other person goes. So Fabio Bocca, do you want to take the racer seat and set the time? I'm going first, am I? Yeah, go on. Let's see what you can do, and I'll talk the people through it. You can take the mic over with you and sit it in front of your steering wheel. Okay. Are we yeah. going to move the cameras? Uh, yeah, we're going to move the cameras. For those listening at home, we'll be back with the pit stop fastest lap, Bahrain. Here he goes for his lap of Bahrain, coming in off his outlap, picking up some speed. He's about to cross the line. The time starts now. Flying up into turn one. Mr. Fabio Bocker in the 2023 Alfa Romeo. How's he going to hit the corner? Fantastic braking. Uh, you're actually really good. You've actually played this sim loads. We're not using the gears just yet. He's absolutely flying. However, your fastest lap is significantly quicker. Oh, so much quicker, mate. So much Straight. Great turn through turn four. I've got the map up. I've got the map up in front of me. No invalidations just yet. This is a big old tournament, mate. Big tournament. Comes round the apex. Nice straight here before turn 11. We've got a DRS detection zone three coming up in a couple of corners, Mr. Fabio Bocca. DRS three. Yeah, DRS three. Make sure you get ready for that one. Tires are looking hot. He jumps it up into gear eight. 
Round turn 13. Oh, it's going to be an invalidation. Oh, you just got away with it. How did you not invalidate? That might need to go to the adjudicator, my friend. Oh, where are you going? Where are you going with this lap, mate? This is a bad lap. You are all over the place. Perfect for Jake and the Alfa Romeo to step in. Round the final corner, Fab's lap of Bahrain is a confirmed time of a 1 minute 33.183. Time for my go. He weathered the storm of the race on the fastest lap leaderboard. Can he make it above Fabio Bocca in this next race at the Bahrainian Grand Prix? Wait, Find out today. As he turns down into turn one, slow, heavy on the brakes as he sluggishly moves back up. Sluggishly? Round the chicane. <laughs> yeah, I think you're actually beating me already. I can take it slow and I'll be alright. Oh, overcooked. Overcooked. See, you're getting a little too confident. Overcooked it down into turn four. Oh, no. Here comes the snake. Heavy breaking now down into the snake. <laughs> Nice and tight, a little bit, oh, a little, little bit too tight, some would say. That was tight. <gasps> oh, late breaking down here. That was actually, that was, yeah, better than mine. Actually better than mine. Oh, I could have, really mate, I could have messed up here. Big time. Why? Big time. I think you got me. I would love the first win of this. No, too wide. 133 is quite slow, mate. It is. It is really slow. No! No! Oh, dear. Right, head in the game, mate. Head in the game. I, I, actually, I actually want you to win this. Yeah, it is. It is. Final corner. Oh, no. Oh, no. Come on! <laughs> Did you actually beat me and you were shit? Yeah. <laughs> Back to the part. <laughs> well, there we have it. Uh, Bahrain race weekend, point one to Fabs. What we've established there is that I don't even really have to try, do I? You've had a lot more practice than me. That just shows that I'm clearly really slow. I haven't been on that sim once. That don't, don't start an argument with me. Just give me the Bahrain quiz. <laughs> That's right. You guys love a Bahrain quiz. So we're just going to brush over the fact that I just won the first race this season. Yeah, one nil to you. No, 23 no races to go, which made me realize it's actually a really big gap after the Australian Grand Prix because there's no China. So it's actually a really big gap until Azerbaijan. We'll yeah. have to fill the void. We will be filling the void. To end this pod, we are going to be diving into some... Uh, we've got five, got five questions for you. Five basically. questions, brilliant. Also for the people at home, play yes, along for if, those you, of if, you. if you would like to. Um, here we go. Okay. Fab's Bahrain quiz for Jake. Thank you so much for bringing me your Fab's Bahrain quiz for Jake. Right, to be honest, I quizzed you on Bahrain last year, right? No. I quizzed you on Bahrain last year. Don't tell me you've got the... <laughs> you could have actually genuinely got the exact same questions you asked me last I year. And I still would have got them wrong. I didn't purposely go for the exact same questions, but I've, I've, some of them are the same. I know nothing about it, really. That much, anyway. Okay. Well, kicking it off, who won Bahrain the most amount of times? Who has won? 
bar in Mate, don't do that to me. I know it's multiple choice. It's, yeah, well, yeah. Well, come on then. Yeah, I just wanted to see if you had a, if you were feeling. No, I'm not. You know, this confident. year with quizzes, I'm not jumping the gun because like now I've got a bit of knowledge. I feel like I can sit back, relax into a question. Good man. Good man. You know, a bit more grown up. You know, I've decided. Like, I'm 27 now. I've had my birthday. I've got to grow up. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So I'm gonna grow up a little bit soon. Right, multiple choice. Lewis Hamilton, Sebastian Vettel, or Michael Schumacher? Um, how long has Bahrain been on the calendar? Like, realistically, I don't think it's one of the oldest tracks, so I don't reckon it's Schumacher. Okay. Um, Lewis Hamilton, who's the other one? Seb Vettel. <sighs> Seb Vettel was winning in, like, what, 2012, 2013, 2014, that kind of time. Mm. Bahrain then I'm not sure Lewis Hamilton probably won it like five six years in a row well, yeah probably Hamilton you locking in Hamilton yeah. yep correct let's go correct. one out of one I'm gonna grow up this year that's what that's what our neighbours do upstairs I swear the, the, the weird bird lady does some crazy shit I'll tell you that weird shit sorry weird bird lady if you listen to the pod question two when was the Bahrain circuit first raced okay 2001, 2004, 2010. Thing is, mm, that's tough. Yeah, I I wouldn't really even expect you to know it. Because what I'm trying to do in my head is picture what years drivers were racing and then just try and think of whether I can imagine them winning there. Um, But to be honest... That is a little bit out of my depth. Mm. I feel like maybe 2011, I've learned a bit about like, you know, Vettel winning because I've got so much shit about how many world titles he's won. This was a bit of a nasty Um, one for me. I'm going to take a guess of 2010. It's incorrect, my friend. I'm happy to take a loss there. Yeah, yeah. What was it? It's fair. 2004. 2004. Yeah. For those of you at home, I hope you did better than me. It's a sad time over here on the loser's sofa. Who holds the fastest lap record at Bahrain? Now, we spoke about this a couple of days ago during uh-huh. testing because Crofty said it. I can't remember. You can't, n- not at all. Uh, multiple choice? Yeah. Okay. Valtteri Bottas, Felipe Massa, Pedro De La Rosa. Something tells me it's Valtteri Bottas. I'm almost certain it's Valtteri Bottas. I don't know why. Valtteri Bottas, final answer. Wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. It's wrong. It's the other one, isn't it? It's Pedro De La Rosa. Yes, I knew it. 2005, you got a 1 minute 31.447. There's a track, though, that Valtteri has got a fastest lap on. And I know it. Remember it from last year's Mate, quiz. I won't lie yeah. to you. I thought it was this one as well. He's I th- thought it was Bahrain. Yeah, but w- there's no way we can be expected to remember shit like that. That's like someone saying to me in football, when was this goal? I wouldn't have a clue. You know, but anyway, I'm not trying to make an excuse. It kind of sounds like you are a little bit. I wonder how many people got three out of three. How many laps at the Bahrain Grand Prix? 57, 65 or 71? Well, I'm going to judge by the fact that I just did a smacking lap of a 133. So that's quite a long lap. Because you've got to think like Austria, you're looking at our leaderboard. We're doing like 105s. So for Austria, I feel like that would have more. Bahrain, Red Bull did around 160 laps. And one of the commentators said that's nearly three races. 
How many was it again? What are the multiple choice? I'm fishing you out here, my friend. 50, 57, what is 65, out? or 71. But what you've done there is you put them really close together. <gasps> so, like, it kind of could be any of them. Yeah, but that's also... What's the lowest one? Roughly 57. 57 laps at the Bahrain Grand Prix, my really? friend. Really? Yep. Lock it in and load it. Really? Yeah, lock it and load it. So, let me just... <laughs> let me just... 57, 65, or 71. Oh, hang on. Might be a little technical failure over here. <laughs> 65, 65. <coughs> Fi- final answer, 57. Yeah? Final answer. Are you sure? 57 laps of the Bahrain Grand Prix. Okay. Correct. Correct. Thank yeah, yeah. you. You, you tried Correct. to push me out of it. I did, and you, but you weren't having it. No, I wasn't. I so what is that, two out of four? Two out of four. Final question. Let's see if anyone can get a perfect five out of five. Wow, what an episode. This has been like a nearly an hour long. Bloody hell. Can you believe it? The race season really is back. We actually have something to talk about. And look what happens. I know, I know. Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many gear changes uh, in no. one lap around the Bahrain circuit? Now, you do still have three lifelines. No. You have phone a friend. You have ask the audience. No one here. Or you have take away... One random wrong answer. I would love to phone a friend. You want to phone a friend? Yes. Who would you like to call today, Jake? Ruth Buscombe. You want to ring Ruth Buscombe? Buscombe, I want to ring Ruth Buscombe. I don't even have Ruth Buscombe's number, so you got to ring her. <laughs> can I want to ring this? Ruth Buscombe. Can we do this? If I want to know how many gear changes there are around the track, I'm ringing... A strategy. Wait, she's, she's in Bahrain right now. So what time is it in Bahrain? I don't know. It could be the middle of the night. Should we just ring her anyway? <laughs> yeah, ring her anyway. This is important. This is a live recording. No, wait. Wait. In Bahrain, I think it's like 2 a.m. Hang on. Let me just, let <laughs> Did me just, you just start just, ringing? I was about You've to. You've never rang Ruth Buskin before. Never in my life. Hi, Ruth. Oh, uh, time in Bahrain. It's only half 11. Ruth, yeah, that's fine. Ruth, you're getting a call. That's fine. I don't know which phone to ring. One of them's her... Uh, Tomorrow's only media day anyway. One of them's her work phone, so... Just okay. Call Ruth Buscombe now. She doesn't seem to be... Oh, it's ringing. Phone a friend. This is exciting. She could be... She could be drunk. She's probably thinking, why is Fab from Pit Stop calling? Maybe this isn't a great idea. At 11.30. It was a good idea in my head, but like realistically, is she going to answer it? Wait, what's tom- probably not. tomorrow's Thursday, right? I... Dude, tomorrow's practice. I mean, we've tried, okay? I won't use that lifeline. I Wait, use to, uh, to, aren't, aren't they practicing tomorrow? No, tomorrow's media day. Tomorrow's Thursday. Tomorrow's media day. Okay, there's no practice on Thursday. No. Okay. Is there? I don't know. But now I've just called Ruth Buscombe at 11.30 at night on a Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> she listened to the pod <laughs> and see why, though. What was the question? I forgot the bloody question how, anyway. Um, how many gear changes? How, I'll just answer it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can still phone another friend if you I like. I ain't got any more. <laughs> I got any. Well, what they, give me the free. Give me the free. What about Jake Smith? He's not going to have a fucking clue. He did last time. He got it right. I don't want to bother Jake at 11.30 on, on the school. It's night. not. It's only 8.30. He's not, he doesn't live in Bahrain. Oh, yeah. He doesn't live in Bahrain, does he? No, honestly. See, just tell me, the, tell me them. Okay, 45, 60, or 71. Well, yeah, it's a long track. Uh, from the map I just saw, I think it's got 16 corners. Uh, 45, 70, or 61, did you say? 45, 60, or 71. 16 corners. <laughs> You'd roughly go up from like three to eight, back down maybe on both corners and there's 16 that gaps five looking at 10 fuck i don't know how to work that out i'm gonna go with 
It's actually pretty good logic what you just done there. I'm going to go with the highest one. 71? Yeah, I'm going with the highest one, 71. Because it's quite a long lap. I, I don't know. I, I could have really done with Roof, to be honest. If anything, I feel let down. Can you remember what it was for Monaco? No. It, it, Monaco was, I think, was like 56. I haven't got a clue what it was. I think Monaco was 56, just to let you know. If that sways your decision in any way possible. Mate, don't. I'm not playing any of your games. 71, final answer. Jake, boys. Fabio Bocca. You have got... A perfect. The answer. Correct. Let's go. Three out of five. Correct. Three Correct. out of five. That That's is better good. Than, it's better than... That is good. Two Karen. out of five. Round of applause, please. Those of you playing along at home, thank you very much. Hope you did well in the quiz. It's race weekend. It is bloody race weekend. Bahrain 2023, the first race of the season. Couldn't be more stoked for it to be on our TVs. Let's go. We'll be back on Monday after we film on Sunday. Thank you very much for listening to the Pit Stop Podcast. Please do rate it five stars. Hit the follow button, whether you listen on Apple or Spotify. Subscribe to the pod. It really helps us out. And if you want to watch the laps and watch, watch all the craziest we got up to today, then head over to our YouTube at Pit Stop and you can watch a video version. If you're not watching on YouTube, you're snoozing. Yeah, mate. there's going to be extra bits and bobs in there, like our fridge. If you want to see our fridge, I tell you what, when we talk about the cans, we'll show a shot of the fridge. <laughs> Clever. That's a bloody great idea. Clever. That's a bloody great idea. Let's get this straight into editing. For the now. fans. We do everything for the fans. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. <laughs> see you guys on Monday. Enjoy the race. Who did I predict is going to win? Verstappen is going to win. No, Alonso's winning the Russell race. Russell second. Alonso's winning the race. And Carlos signs third. Is that what you said? But I'd rather Alonso wins the race. Team Alonso, let's go! Good man, good man. (laughs)